Hello. Hi, Mike. Hello. How are you? Okay? Yeah. You sound all right. What about me? Yeah, good. That's good, man. Looks like I a beautiful morning over there. Yeah, it's doing doing. Right. You probably didn't see this last time. It was a bit dark, wasn't it? It was. It was evening. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. That's wow. Behind us. Very cool, man. Well, everybody, uh, Michael Thornhill, Casa Galactica. Such a cool name. I've been thinking about it uh, over the weekend. Uh, how did you come up with this name, man? Well, the way that we came up with this name was we were, we were working in the jungle in in the rainforest when my wife and I and co-founder of Casa Galactica. And to begin with, we actually built a house in the jungle that we were going to live in and live out full time in the jungle. But long wow. story short, we, we didn't do that. And we ended up giving the house to the community. But given our innate connection to working with many multidimensional beings and our, our navigating and traversing of the multidimensional realms, we were going to call that house Casa Galactica. But we used that name to name our business Casa Galactica here in Peru. But the real meaning of this is Casa Galactica is a multidimensional center for healing and evolution. So Casa translating to house or, or home and Casa Galactica and galactic being galactic. This is a place for multidimensional beings, plant spirits to come and work through myself and my wife and co-founder Jamie as channels and intuitives and mediums through the format of ayahuasca ceremonies, online healing sessions and channeling sessions to be of service to all. So we are vessels for spirit to work through us. And we feel that this is a home for many galactic beings and energies and plant spirits to work through us. And also a home for people to come to receive healing and learn how to connect to this innate intuition that's available to each and every one of us. So that is Casa Galactica. My goodness. That's a, it's a good story. It's a good backstory to the name um, and a great name. I Like I said, I've spent uh, the weekend thinking about it. Like That is such a cool name. And what you guys are doing is um, very cool. Uh, I, you know, I couldn't help but wonder, like, why did you choose Peru or did Peru choose you? Well, good question and good follow-up question. <laughs> For practicality, ayahuasca which we run our ayahuasca uh, healing and evolution retreats here. Ayahuasca is completely legal in Peru. So wow. it just enables us to do our work here. It's a national heritage. The ayahuasca vine grows here. The plants grow here. Many of the medicinal plants, which we use in our retreats outside of ayahuasca are, are native and grow here. We studied with the Shipibo tradition in the Amazon rainforest with our teachers, uh, where we begin our foundation for the work that we do our, uh, at Casa Galactica. So, our teachers are here, the plants are here, the medicine is readily available, and it's completely legal. So that means that people who come and work with us, you don't have to worry about getting in any trouble. You don't have to worry about any of this. And it enables us to do our work completely above board, completely legal, be a tax-paying company that gets to do all of our work uh, and present this work in a way that enables people to come and heal and evolve in a way that's not only legal, that it is sacred within this country for this beautiful plant medicine to, to be here. And it's, it's a place that we call home because 
not only with that, it's as you just saw the beautiful mountains in the background behind us, the the heritage of this place, the Incan ruins, the the amazing scenery, and for me, uh, getting to ride around on a motorcycle through the Andean mountains in the mountain <laughs> ranges is also a bonus. Uh, I can't say that that's not 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 something that I love. That's cool though. Um, it, it does look absolutely beautiful. Um, I, I must say, you picked a good spot to uh to do your video podcasting so oh, thank you uh it makes sense to me i didn't know that it was completely like legal uh part of the part of the heritage i understand but um uh, i didn't know necessarily that uh the country still um i want to say um ha- is approving of the ceremonies. Like I didn't know it, the tradition was still continuing the way that you, you described it. Um, and that's, uh, I, th- I want to say it's really, really something. It's a beautiful thing knowing that you have a place to operate and you don't have restrictions. Uh, trust me. I know being in the industry I'm in, there's, a, you know, there's always new restrictions and, uh, and more issues. Um, so, you talk about plant medicines and then um, you refer to them as uh, can you, uh, can you help me out here? You referred them to as uh, multi-dimensional, right? Yes. Yeah. Can beautiful. you, can you explain that? Yeah. I mean, uh, all living things are beautiful. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's uh, an incredible beauty to just uh, life. Uh, but can you can you tell me more about that? I'm I'm curious, like what your perspective is or, or your thoughts uh, in terms of multidimensional. Yes, absolutely beautiful question, and I'm so happy and excited that you asked that. And plants, beautiful beings, beings being the word beings, not just plants, not just matter on the side of the the, the road or in the jungle or the forest, but beings. So I want to talk about it multidimensionally, just as as we are multidimensional beings as humans, but let's talk about this as plants. You have the physical plants, which has the biochemistry of the plant, which has physical properties, which anyone knows that if you take a certain herb or, or supplement, that that can have benefits for the physical body. For instance, if you're drinking chamomile, that can help calm the nervous system. Or if you work with adaptogenic plants, they have different benefits for helping relieve stress, et cetera, and so on the physical level of the body. So they have physical level and physical pharmacokinetics, uh, biochemistry that work and help change, heal, transform the body. That in itself is fantastically magical and wonderful. And that's where you go down the route which is kind of what the pharmaceutical companies have done is they look at the they look at some of the plant medicines in the rainforest and other locations and they say okay that's the active ingredient of that plant we're going to isolate that and then we're going to patent it and we're going to make a, a a drug or a pharmaceutical that's going to be beneficial and in many cases that can be awesome because it's taken the the benefits of nature and they've made it available to people in in a way and that could be useful but what that totally takes away from is the other dimensional aspects of those plants that being plant spirits so in the shipibo tradition which we work in it's very much honored recognized and taught that plants have spirits now you don't have to be in peru or work with the shipibo tradition to recognize that plants have spirits 
we have on our website on classicgalactica.com a free meditation that people can connect to to learn how to connect to plant spirits. But what I'm, but I'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about this. Sure. In the sense of the ayahuasca ceremony, this is working with plant spirits, so the multidimensional aspects of these plants, which within the realms of these plant medicines, there are different doctors, plant spirit doctors, worlds of medicines, different beings and tools which come in and work with the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of the human being in the healing ceremonies. Now, that is showing how that is done in the Shipibo tradition in the tradition that we've trained and studied in and what we base the foundation of our ayahuasca ceremonies. Yet here's something straight away, practical and grounded that you can take home is that if you're drinking one of your herbal teas or supplements, just set the attention. If you drink that tea before you go to bed, just to connect with the spirit of that plant in your dream space, and you'll very quickly be able to find and tune in if you pay attention that these plants are able to teach us things in the multidimensional spirit and dream time realm. And when we're able to harness and appreciate, acknowledge, respect, and incorporate this holistic way of working with plants, not just for their amazing biochemistry and pharmacokinetics, we're able to integrate the power of the spirit world. That's when we make long-lasting change in our beings. That's when we transform ancestral karmic trauma. That's when we begin to recognize the truth of who we are. And that's what we're all about, uh, our work here at Casa Galactica. Right. I mean, uh, there's no shortage of traumas. And uh, I mean, uh, and it extends back through uh, our ancestors. I mean, uh, generationally, um, behaviors and um, and many other facets of character, right? That uh, people exhibit. It just uh, gets passed down again and again and again, and then uh, and of course other traumas. You know mm-hmm. that could be physical or emotional and psychological um, through uh, the upbringing. Uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, I have you here because uh, it's such a great opportunity to speak to somebody that's uh, that intricately involved with helping people with their traumas, uh, taking it very seriously. When you talk about it this way, you ever, um, you ever get people kind of like, you know, glossy eyed, just kind of like, what do you mean about, you know, plants and uh, having a spiritual connection with them? Does that ever happen? Or, the people that uh, generally find you are into it, like they're, they understand. Yeah, sure. Great question. Well, here's the, the reality of things. You don't need to go as deep into the multidimensional realm as Jamie and I have done in our own healing and evolution work and in our path in service to others. We've done that work so that you can dip your toe in as little are as far as that you want to. So there are clients that I work with online and come to retreats who are just kind of, okay, I'm really suffering from PTSD, anxiety uh, and trauma and stress. And the primary goal here is to help people relieve themselves from those symptoms by addressing some of the root causes of those traumas. Now, you don't need to believe in communicating with plant spirits and the multidimensional realm and all of these beings doing that work to be able to receive the benefits from it. Yet at the same time, we invite people to take an open mind 
into that space because the world can get much more magical, much more vibrant when we allow that magic. The kind of the fairy tale world that we used to once believe in as children, when we looked at the world with open eyes and optimisms for the magic that's inherent in every day, and it's slowly over time faded away by the traumas of society and living a life as a human kind of jade us. But the invitation is to come back to that childlike wonder. And us here in our work, we absolutely are passionate about helping empower people to step into their own recognition of their multidimensional self, to connect to the infinite wisdom that's available to each one of us, but not in a kind of out there, incomprehensible way that sometimes you might see as like, look like, oh, this is how the gurus in India or how the shamans of the jungle do this. We, we break that down in a way that's accessible to you in day-to-day life and that has inherent benefits straight away and that we show you this is what you can do. This is your own innate ability. This is how this can benefit you. This is how to do it. And then we provide you with a choice that if you want to engage with us on a deeper level, we invite you to take a step through another door, or you can continue to engage with us on the level of whatever you feel is beneficial for your healing. Perhaps in six months later, you might engage with us in a different way, or perhaps those seeds have been planted that those doors naturally begin to open your own life. But we're very passionate about demystifying the mystical about bringing comprehensive trauma-informed care to the masses in a way that's accessible and able to transform lives in a a real practical way. Fantastic. I mean, uh, I don't think it could be said any better. You know, uh, over the years, uh, like for the last 10 years, I've been a part of this world and um, it never ceases to amaze me how magical as you say uh plant-based sciences are um and it makes sense right i mean pharmaceuticals turn to the rainforests to uh to get access to various different um chemicals in the plants that they can then turn around and uh create something that's useful to society uh rather quickly oftentimes um you know i can't help but think about what you're mentioning about uh you know, the, the child like wonder that we had so long ago, but through conditioning, it just, um, it withers away. And I'm, I'm well familiar with this. Um, the, the fact that, you know, as a kid and I reflect back on it, I say, man, you know, I, I felt at, at those ages, I felt an infinite, um, feeling of possibility right? Like that anything I want to do, I can do, right? But then as we get older, there's the many things, including personal traumas, emotional and and other, um, that kind of beat down on it. And you get older and you say, well, no, that's not possible. I can't do that. And it's it's self-defeating and really not useful if you're trying to grow. But that's the purpose, right? Of what you're doing is um, inviting people to step into this world who definitely need to address some things. Sometimes the tool is what's missing, right? Finding the right path to walk. Um, You know, I think so much about the many different civilizations of the past and how advanced they were for their time. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we compare it to Western medicine and how much we have abandoned over the course of these centuries, 
uh, it just seems like there was a, there was a lot to take away and look at where we are now. It's like we're reverting kind of backwards. We're starting to look back and say, there's something useful here. Um, when you were talking about shamans and gurus, I couldn't help but think about Sadhguru. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got, some, he's got some really good teachings himself. And uh, a lot of times it is practical stuff. Uh, this psychedelic journey, man, I mean, however way uh, people might want to put it, but for the last few years, I've been saying we're on this psychedelic journey. This psychedelic revolution has begun. Uh, as acceptance grows across the globe, when did yours begin? Like, how did you end up in Peru? Yeah, that, that's a that's a great question. Um, I will I will answer that, but briefly, I just wanted to comment on something that you said about the ancient civilizations. Yes, and this leads into the question that you just said. So I'm not just going off a completely random tangent. No worries, it's okay. The, the The ancient civilizations, as we can see, that in the West the kind of the druids and in other in other locations in in, in north america where that kind of wisdom has been kind of uh, has been you know silenced it's been taken away the spiritual leaders have been killed they have been they've been taken away and put into different locations and isolated and that wisdom got lost and th- there was a very very important process that that went through, I believe, for the powers that be, was then separating these groups, these indigenous groups, away from their spiritual leaders, which then took the power away from from these indigenous communities. Now, that medicine, that knowledge, that has got lost so much in the Western world, as you as you mentioned, and we kind of have modern day science, which in its way, in its own way, is miraculous and beneficial. I'm not against yeah. that in any way. Uh, and it can be very life-saving, and it, and it has been in my own family's life. But what I'm talking about here is those locations where that wisdom has been lost. And, and this is one of the reasons why I'm here in Peru, is because I've had the opportunity to go into the Amazon rainforest and to study with indigenous teachers where this cutting out of the lineage has not happened where this kind of burying of the traditional wisdom, there's no gap in the lineage. So my wife and I, with our, with our great teachers, have been able to study and to be able to be received and to be blessed to pass on this wisdom to others through our, our workshops, through our, through our ceremonies, through our retreats. But in Peru, the tradition of plant spirit healing goes back many, many, many generations. And the teachers that we have learned with have been taught by the plants themselves. The information has been passed down by the plants. The information has been passed down from the elders and continued training and training, word of mouth, continued training, carrying on the traditions. And we've been so fortunate to be able to have access to that and to be humbly able to pass that on to others, but not not in the way that it's been passed down exactly in the same as, you know, we're not here just passing on knowledge in the Shipibo tradition. We're taking the best of that training, the best of that knowledge, the best of that wisdom, and we're incorporating that in a way that is then able to be accessible and, and trauma-informed in a way that helps people that come from my own culture, from the Western culture, to be able to access this in a way that has been distilled in a way with absolute honor and respect for those traditions and the blessing of our maestros and teachers, but in a way that ultimately we find is the most catalytic way for people to heal trauma and evolve and connect to their own infinite self. 
So the reason that I found myself here, just to backtrack a little bit more, was that I was suffering from, from anxiety and depression, and I was numbing myself with addiction, um, many different addictions addicted to substances, work, money, sex, everything, just kind of just numbing everything out and just trying to work in the rat race, living and working in a, in a society which, which valued success in the form of money, in terms of abundance, in terms of sp- in financial wealth. And I was trying to chase that, trying to chase that freedom because I felt like freedom would be there when I had enough money, then I would be free. But obviously that's another lie that we're told. And thankfully, thankfully, rather than spending another 10 or 20 years trying to build up that financial wealth and trying to find that freedom, I probably would have died at a heart attack or something along the way from being completely, completely drugged up. I was able to connect with ayahuasca in, in Germany when I was living in, in Berlin. And I was able to have a very, very profound spiritual awakening and healing journey, which helped me to let go of cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, everything overnight. Um, and th- that doesn't mean that there wasn't different layers of integration and revisiting different topics and deeper uh, traumas underneath those, those, those addictions. But vastly, my experience of addiction changed overnight, and I was able to put things down with an actual conviction and actual faith and, and ability to do that. And I traveled to India, traveled to Nepal, continued to study non-dual teachings, Reiki, meditation, yoga and continue to integrate those experiences and surround myself with spiritual knowledge, people who were living this path in more of alignment. And then I found myself here in Peru where I wanted to continue working with the plant medicine at Ayahuasca, which had been the catalytic opening for me. And then I was able to connect with my, my indigenous teachers here in, in the rainforest and started a journey, a lifelong journey of learning from the plants, learning how to be of service, hold to, how to hold ayahuasca ceremony, how to work with various different plant medicines, how to prepare plant medicines, how to view things as a multidimensional way of working with plant spirits, preparing medicines to help heal the mind, body, and spirit, all with natural plants, all with these multidimensional connection with spirit. And then from our own background of being channels and intuitive mediums and passionate about trauma-informed care, then melding that together in a way that is our unique blend of medicine that we share with the world, that we feel very, very passionate about helping people to access this, helping to empower people to heal themselves and impart tools that will continue the transformation for many years after you've come to visit us here in Peru, or even just working with us online for those people who are not able to, to make the physical trip here to, to Peru. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, um, it is a lifelong journey. I mean, you, you've pretty much uh, committed to this uh, and the, uh, the idea of service is uh, probably the right notion. It's um, that uh, wanting to help people uh, generally comes pretty natural. I feel like people don't realize that it's there, but uh, you have found a way to do that, uh, an effective way. I mean, when I think about um, the the many different plant-based medicines that people can explore, uh, generally, uh, a lot of times, when I, when I even speak with people, whether it's through podcasts or customers and clients, um, there, there's always this uh, point where we have to educate and inform that, you know, these things are not, um, they're not necessarily instant. And this is what, like where, what you're talking about, right, is uh, uh, the integration process, long-term 
speak, uh, you know, speaking with people through, um, uh, through zoom and continuing to, uh, uh, help them along their journey. Cause sometimes, you know, for some people it could be fast for some people, it could take months and even years. When I think about your story with, um, you know, the addictions, which there are many and, um, some, uh, some obvious and some not. And then of course the rat race that you were discussing, uh, in your own experience, which many people are feeling, uh, through the many years of, uh, dosing shrooms myself, I've come to those same conclusions that, uh, you were talking about. And that's when, when I also discovered how, uh, um, virtually everything that's in existence, um, can, can be very addictive, you know, just everything engineered around us, you know, in modern day society is designed to get us to, uh, consume that product service or whatever. Uh, and, um, it's, it's pretty eye-opening when you realize, uh, how much it's virtually everything. Um, even through some of the experiences I've had, um, I can say that what you're talking about with, let's say, waking up, realizing you're done with these uh, substances, putting them down with a serious conviction. I've experienced that too, uh, but I was very young, didn't understand the power that um, the substance was able to, uh, to provide, or in this case, mushrooms. Um, but it is almost like a switch. Is that, is that how you would describe it? Like you just, after having enough of these sessions and enough reflection and the studies and the research, did you just wake up and it was as if a switch had been flipped and there was no more desire to, um, to seek that type of stimulation? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful little commentary that you've shared there. Thank you for that. The, 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 the switching of that switch, for me, I love that analogy of the flicking of the switch because the whole time that I was trying to heal from addictions or even just kind of flirting with the idea of healing my addictions, not really with any serious conviction, I was around in a dark room where I couldn't see the way out. And no matter which way I tried to do, I couldn't see. So working with ayahuasca in, in that set and setting and, and with my intention of, of healing addictions, it was like a, a light switched on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can see the door. The door uh. became visible to me. It was like, okay, this is the reason why you're in the darkened room. And it was kind of like, okay, you don't know what unconditional love is like. You're trying to heal yourself. or sorry, you're trying to recreate the feeling of uh, unconditional love through this search of substances. And then I could also see that my life was completely out of alignment because I was I was living my life based upon society's needs and wants from me, which was to become a productive member of society, benefiting the economy and, right. and you know, then also fulfilling my parents' wishes and dreams and being a good right. son and all that stuff. And I was living someone else's life and it wasn't me. And I was caving into the pressure of what I thought was me. And that was me just walking around in that darkened room, trying to find some success, trying to find some happiness, trying to find some liberation. Uh, and I was just in this darkened room. And I thought that that was my life. That I thought that was only what was available to me. Now, what plant medicines did for me, which why I think would have been, took so long of 
going around in that darkened room, it maybe would have took 10, 15 years of therapy to be able to get a glimpse of what I got with ayahuasca in, in, a, in an instant, in an evening, was that light switched on and I saw the door. I saw the reason why I was stuck in the room and I saw the path out. I didn't see the whole path, but I saw the door. But then that's where that's when the courage and the conviction has to come in is I've got to walk through that door because at any point I could just turn around and invalidate my experience, say that was just not true, and then continue to stay stuck in my own cycle and loop being trapped in those addictions and that trauma. But yeah, that, that flicking of that light, that switch on the recognition of my life was out of alignment, the recognition that it was unconditional love, the beginning to connect with multidimensional realms and spirit and believing to see that there's a whole other world out there that's been hidden from me, that's been repressed, that was not told to me. And then the invitation, the adventurer that wants to find out what the truth is, and that seeking desire is available in every one of us. It's available right here and now. That magical wonder that we had as children that we talked a little bit further in the, earlier in the interview, the recognition here and now is to recognize that that never, ever really left. It just got covered up. We didn't lose it. There's just an ability that that was once there now. So just invite you all just to connect to that childlike wonder and then let that adventure, let that seeking, that truth that's available within each one of us to guide us home. And plant medicines are a very, very catalytic way to bang on the floodlights, send a complete light message out just to see the truth. And then that's when the work really begins. That's right. when the work begins. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, you know, if you've made it as far as, uh, even being able to recognize, you know, the, the trauma, um, that's a huge leap. Uh, I can totally relate with a lot of what you're saying. Um, cause in a lot of ways I, I've experienced those things too. Um, and so it makes me really excited to think about, you know, the people that are coming to your retreat and experiencing this, um, in their own way, you're, um, you're doing incredible work. Uh, and much of, what you have discussed takes a lot of time. You, you know, it's not a joke. If we went through normal channels for um, healing, it can take 10, 15, 20 years uh, just to even kind of begin to discover, you know, what's going on. But I feel like though therapy has its place and it is useful having those conversations with a professional, oftentimes even the professional cannot truly um, deeply understand you know, I mean, neither can the patient. So it's like, it's taking that much time just to discuss these things. Um, the number one thing I can say uh, that these uh, plants have helped me with is self recognition like really understanding self for the first time, right? Um, from there, it opened up a lot of doors. And I think you're right there. It does require a lot of courage um, to want to change. And as, as a species, we're, we're governed and uh, we're triggered by um, many of society's norms. We're, you know, like it really, it, I want to say um, it resonated with me when you were talking about like even what your parents wanted from you. It, it's a huge thing that came up in my, you know, in my trips, in my experiences, realizing like, man, the, everybody wants something from you. That's just human nature. We, we are greedy. We are selfish. And, there's, uh, and it's okay. I think that's, it helped me grow tremendously to find some comfort in being okay 
that that is how our species is day in and day out and how we treat each other. Um, it helped me grow because it made me recognize a lot of what I want, what are my desires and ambitions and, um, and, uh, and noticing behaviors that can tremendously uh, help for you to like overcome and kind of change those patterns in your life. You notice them in others, you'll notice them in yourself. Uh, change comes difficult and a lot of people are afraid of it. We're, we're definitely governed by fear, a lot of fear, fear of uncertainty, fear of, uh, fear of failure, fear of uh, ridicule. So um, ultimately, for all of humanity, like the benefits of exploring these things are massive. And I think about often, what would the world look like if, um, if everybody had reasonable access to these things? Could we, you know, could we treat each other better for the first time ever, you know, truly, uh, truly being better people day to day, um, to ourselves, to each other, you know, and, uh, and that trickles on all across the globe, but it's a long way for sure. We're a long way from that. There, uh, there's so many areas of, of this psychedelic revolution. I'm, you know, from your experience, I want to kind of pick your brain. Though ayahuasca is very unique in what it does, but I've experienced several different psychedelics and I feel like all of them can be applicable for healing in some way or another. It really depends on like intention, really depends on how you want to use it. I guess each one can open a different door in a sense. Uh, since you're dealing with so many different plants, have you noticed that same thing that they can all be useful for the same application, but perhaps some are more effective or the combination I imagine you use combos and different blends. Yeah, I think that's that's a great question, Mike. Well, in the the holistic tradition which we've studied in, the plant spirit healing tradition of Shipibo Corindarismo, the plants are a pharmacy, and ayahuasca is one plant within many plants that offer the ability for people to heal and evolve. So the ayahuasca ceremony is, is a very, very specific ceremony experience at nighttime where you drink the Amazonian brew and you have this multidimensional experience, the kind of entheogen experience, the kind of psychedelic experience. But traditionally in, in the tradition, only the curandero or the shaman would drink ayahuasca and they would use that to communicate with spirit and then sing healing songs. And then the spirits would do the different healing songs to the patients, to the current, uh, to the, to the clients in, in the, in the healing ceremony. And then throughout that experience, then the curandero or the shaman, but I'll just use curandero because that's the word that we use and is traditionally used in the tradition we've studied in, then receives information and guidance of how to prepare different plant medicines, which are then given which are for the most part non-psychoactive, but then these plant medicine and preparations are prescribed to heat the ver to heal the various different conditions which have been diagnosed within ceremony. So in, in this aspect and context, and from, from the modern day viewpoint of the world, 
Ayahuasca gives us a great ability to heal trauma of the mind, body, and spirit. It enables to have these different views. It has that big light switch on moment that we've discussed. But then there's all these different supplemental plants, which we which we work with in our on our 10-day ayahuasca healing evolution retreats, like the saunas, the plant saunas, which we go in with various different plants, have a personalized sauna that then cleans the mind, body, and spirit. Then we have different plants to clean the blood, that help the nervous system. We have different plants to clean the stomach and the digestive system because the, the gut and the digestion being such an important part. So really what we look at with all these different plants is how do we clean the body and bring it back into homeostasis so that the body can naturally heal itself. Ayahuasca also being a purgative, which also can make us um, purge energies and toxins in the ceremony. There are many different plants, which we use to clean the mind, body, and spirit, which really brings it back into that natural equilibrium from which natural healing occurs. So there, yes, there's many different plant medicines. Ayahuasca in the tradition that we work in, I would say is very, very catalytic. It's, it's a different experience to work in with mushrooms and mushrooms in their own right can be very, very beneficial. And I've seen and experienced that myself and there's other plant medicines, but there's something about ayahuasca that goes directly to the root cause of that issue and helps you to purge that energy, that trauma, that toxin in a very, very visceral way that, that can have life transformation immediately. Now, again, it's not to say that you don't need to integrate this stuff, but ayahuasca is a very, very powerful medicine. And it is a gateway to the spirit world, to the multidimensional world in this fabulous tradition of plant spirit healing, which we've, we've had the, the, the pleasure and the honor to be able to be students of. I got to, I got to head down there. I got to come and see you schedule something, you know, and go through this myself. I mean, uh, I've had plenty of, plenty of experiences and uh, this one sounds incredibly unique. And I've heard many stories uh, of others uh, going through these ceremonies, uh, whether it's in Mexico or uh, parts of South America. Um, but places and services like yours are not very prominent. At least they're not uh, out in the open. I mean, thankfully you're in a, in a country that is very accepting. So um, there's very little, I want to say, uh, uh, legal implications, even as you do your podcast, as you share the info online, it's, uh, it's true that, um, the, uh, a lot of these substances are useful. And I suppose, uh, this is why I'm curious about giving it a try, you know, much like what you're describing with long-term integration and, and accessing, um, uh, massive changes the the catalytic event that happens um through the ceremony and the realizations and recognitions that people would experience uh can still take quite a while i've noticed through my experiences that uh though very powerful because they've been long-term many years of just doing a lot of these um a lot of these trips um that keeping the notes, trying to reflect on them long-term uh, is really, really useful because as, uh, as I look present day, it's, it's tough. Some of these things are forgotten, you know, um, recognitions of things that we uh, need to heal or things that we need to address or behaviors we need to change. Um, it's so wild how though 
you can recognize them. You still can revert back if not uh, properly practiced or uh, considered day to day, like just unconsciously. Uh, And sometimes that bothers me. All right, everybody, that's the end of part one with Michael Thornhill, co-founder of Casa Galactica, an ayahuasca retreat in Peru. It was really great to have him on. We're going to have part two in a few days. If you found some value, smash the like, sub if you want to stick around. Today's Daily Dose was sponsored by GrassStore.com. Cannabis delivery made simple at your door in 45 minutes or less, and you can save 40% now. Use the code DAILY at checkout. Look out for part two coming in a few days. 